Welcome to the Q4 Impact Podcast, where we challenge the cultural norms of aging through scripture, story, and conversation. Hi, my name is Susan Kunzelman, and I am here with Ron Reconstrife, my friend, the co-author of The Wonder of Christmas, and the founder of Q4 Impact. Welcome, Ron. Well, uh, thank you, Susan. It's great to be able to do this with you and to tackle the conversation that we have planned for today. I'm excited to get started with our first one. So in a single sentence, Q4 Impact exists to counter the prevailing messages that our society gives to those that are in the final stages of life, or as we call it, the fourth quarter. And today we want to spend a little bit of time in our first podcast talking about why this is important and what motivated you to begin Q4 Impact. You're a successful retired businessman. There is really nothing that would prevent you from doing anything you wanted to do. You have other sports, interests, hobbies. Why Q4? Well, uh, a few months ago, as you know, Susan, I came to a milestone in the calendar, and that's uh, I turned 840 months old. And for those of you that aren't so good at math, <clears throat> I'll whisper that 70. And uh, so, you know, hitting that time of my life uh, just kind of added weight to the reality of, you know, where am I in the in the course of the years that God uh, allots to each of us? And so, uh, it, it just it just added that emphasis to my thinking of of how important it is to to prepare for this last kind of stage of life. And the more I thought about it and the more I observed the messaging of our culture, watching uh, both my wife and I lost our parents in the last few years. Uh, I think you wind up going to more memorials than you ever have before. And, and so the reality of looking at people's lives and seeing how folks adapt and and what the last stage of their life looks like and kind of the result of of them coming to an end just caused me to want to jump in and say you know we need to do this a little better and we need some folks that are willing to talk about some of these really critical and important issues and as I look around, and you know, I'm a I'm an avid reader, and I listen to things, a church attender, and uh, you know, I, I just notice there's not a ton of guidance, there's not a ton of of conversation, and uh, you know, scripture is pretty clear. Uh, I think scripture is very clear about many many subjects, and what I'm hearing. Uh, isn't in line with what I would say Scripture really would teach us as we get to this final stage of our lives. So what would you say is being taught about the final stage of our lives, those prevailing messages that we now exist to counter? What are those? Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty loud and clear that 
the message is for the most part, you know, take care of yourself and relax and, you know, live a life of, of ease and leisure and comfort and, you know, do as many fun things as you can. And, you know, when you kind of sum that all up, it's almost like it's saying, you know, put yourself first, you know, it's, it's all about me now, you know, and, uh, unplug, relax, all those kinds of things. And, uh, you know, I'm just looking through my Bible and I don't know if someone came in during in the middle of the night and cut those pages out, but I don't see that message anywhere, uh, in scripture. And, and as well as when I look at, you know, what really is valuable about life, as much as there are fun things to do, that's not what is really the most fulfilling and satisfying things that we should be involved in. So uh, I don't think that's a good message. I don't think that's the way we should be living. And so I think at Q4, we want to, uh, you know, share a much different message with people. How would you describe how that message will be different as we go forward? Oh, well, that's uh, you're giving me easy questions. <laughs> you know, God has a purpose for us, and it's all throughout Scripture that we're made for a specific reason or a, a series of specific reasons. And those reasons don't end, you know, at a certain age. There's no... There's no place where you say, okay, well, I'm, I'm involved in giving and helping and, and mentoring and coaching people, or I'm involved in deep friendships. And then until I'm a certain age, and then I kind of put a, you know, gone fishing sign on the outside of my door and say, okay, here, from here on in, you know, I'm just going to be fishing or golfing or, you know, traveling or whatever the hobby might be. Uh, I, I think that that's, that's really the opposite message of what I think is the best way to live. You know, I, I'd use a sports, you know, phrase that you might often hear quoted and, and that's, you know, leave it all on the field. You know, at the end of our lives, you know, um, limit the regrets that you have, share the gospel with others, continue to have meaning and purpose and and allow God to use the last years of your life. We have so much experience and wisdom and we've seen so much, we've been through so much. Now's not the time to close up shop. Now's the time to see to see, you know, how can I share? what I've learned. Um, a verse of scripture that comes to my mind is is this, the verse in Matthew, I think that we might have quoted in the blog of just, you know, laying up our, our treasures are in heaven. It's, it's investing in what's eternal, what's of lasting purpose, not investing what's temporal or temporary. Uh, or in Romans, the 12th chapter, the first verse is, is, you know, 
present your lives as a living sacrifice. There's not a comma after that says until you reach a certain age, you know. Right. It's it's permanent. It's for all of your days. And so to me, there's more of a passion to want to do this now than ever because the calendar keep the months keep going by and the years keep passing and there's not as much time left. So so in your response, I hear three primary categories of messaging. I hear encouragement, I hear some practical guidance, and I hear scripture. And drawing from those three to really address a lot of the key issues that those in their fourth quarter may be facing. I love that you used um, the sports phrase about leaving it all on the line because you are a sports fan. You played sports, you coach sports. And you and I, in talking about Q4, have often uh, referred to the analogy that you used. Would you share that with those listening today? Yeah. Of all the sports that I've participated in, basketball was was certainly um, the one that I spent the most time at. And, you know, using a basketball analogy, it, it consists of four quarters. And so... The fourth quarter of the game, the basketball game, is very different than the first three quarters. And that's much like life. Uh, you really want to do well in the fourth quarter. And in fact, you would say if your fourth quarter strategy in a basketball game is weak, then the effort that you exerted during the first three quarters may go down the drain because you fail to be successful at the end of the game. The, the best teams, the best coaches, the best players excel in the last minutes of the game. So, you know, it's just a great example of what I want to do personally in my life at in this last season. You know, what a sad story it would be to say, well, you know, Ron was pretty good, you know, when he was younger and middle age. You know, I think, he was, you know, he did a great job at life. But boy, the fourth, the end, the last 10, 15 years, you know, he really lost it or he really blew it or he really made some really bad decisions. Like, that's the opposite of what I want my life to be like. So, um, Yes. And I think that's summed up beautifully. And the analogy is is perfect to keep our eye on on the end of our games. So we talked about the fourth quarter and our messaging being a practical in nature. Can you give us an idea of what some of those practical topics might be? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I think, you know, I have a long list of topics, so I, I better just just mention a few. Um, the things that come to mind, uh, actually, uh, going back one step uh, and, and covering something I just left out about the fourth quarter, is that the fourth quarter is unique in that the game's over in the fourth quarter. You know, the early stages of your life, you can make adjustments because there's more time left. But in the fourth quarter, there's no time left at the end of the game. So 
you really want to be more careful. So we're going to talk about finances. We're going to talk about the loss of family members, you know, your parents likely. Uh, we're going to talk about what what it's going to be like when you have to maybe relocate and move from the home that you've spent 20, 30, 40 years in. You know, church life tends to change a lot. Uh, there's a lot of change. And, uh, you know, one of the topics, too, that I think about a lot is is expectations. Like, are we... You know, are we accurately, you know, looking ahead and preparing for the likeliness of of the circumstances? You know, if if you're going on a on a vacation, on a ski trip, you know, you're going to pack warm clothes. You're not just going to go and randomly, you know, not prepare. So there's a lot of need for preparation, and I think. There's many of us that, I don't know if we're just afraid to talk about it or, or people just want to pretend it's not going to come, but we're going to talk about it and we're going to bring up these subjects that are so important. And uh, so that's what the next months are, are going to be about. Thank you. I'm looking forward to diving into those topics with you as well, because I learn as we talk about these things, and hopefully those listening will be inspired and encouraged and learn as well. Now, there is a blog that corresponds to this podcast, and in that blog, you have a quote that says, at times, we can see things more clearly through the rearview mirror than we can through the windshield. Would you expand a little bit more about what you mean by that? Yeah. Well, Sue, uh, sometimes I come up with things that kind of make some sense every so often. But, you know, when when we first uh, came out with that statement, I think as I as I look back over my life, uh, it's really helpful to to learn things about yourself and to to look back and say, you know, I made some mistakes, and what were the circumstances of those mistakes? And is there anything I can learn so that I could adjust so that when the decisions come tomorrow or, or next year, that I remember not to do what I did 10 years ago, five years ago, 20 years ago? So that's what I mean about, you know, looking through the rearview mirror we're able to learn about our own tendencies. And again, the point being, you know, you really wish you could go through life and say, I didn't make any mistakes, and which of course is, is impossible. But what we can do is try to really minimize the mistakes that we make and certainly, you know, not make really big ones. And so, uh, there's a lot of learning to be done. Uh, there's a statement that I like to quote sometimes is, and that's it. If you, to, if you want to know what the road ahead is like, ask those that are coming back. And, uh, and so that's part of, again, having these conversations, having these discussions with uh, guests in the future, 
that have been there and have done that because <laughs> loving Jesus is is what we need to be doing with more intensity as we get older not less intensity you know not you know it's do you want to love your savior La you know, you want to relax at loving him. You want to just become a mediocre follower of Jesus at the end of your life. Uh, it's it's almost a silly question. Yet, I think if we listen to the culture, that's where the culture would take us. So it's my desire to want to make this last season of my life the very best season that I've ever had. And, and uh, ultimately, there's going to come an end. There's going to come the final buzzer, so to speak. And I'm when I stand before God, I want him to say, enter in, Ron. You were a good and faithful servant. And there is not a one of us that I don't think want to hear those same words when we come to the final days of our lives. Ron, I'm so glad that we've had this time to talk about what Q4 is and where we're going in the future. We hope that those listening will continue to tune in. And next week, we will be talking about the topic Seasons of Life. Thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Q4 Impact Podcast. Please make sure you're subscribed to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on so you continue receiving encouragement and practical tips on how to live your fourth quarter continually impacting the world around you for Christ.